As snowflakes on the mountaintop, so flow the days of our monks. Hey, I'm Candice. I'm playing Chiom Koga, a water genasi monk who is a student of the Way of the Shadows style. I'm Nick. My character's Enzo. He's a tiefling monk who is a student of the Order of the Voiceless. I'm Walker. I'm playing Bron Wilberkins, a Goliath monk who is a student of the Winslow Wallace Falkmore School. And I'm Scott, your announcer and dungeon master. This is Days of Our Monks. In our last episode, Braun's attempt at brewing an alcoholic version of Earl Grey tea nearly poisoned the entire ship, but Enzo's quick thinking and quicker temper saved the day. Our heroes got their first view of the fabulous astral palace that would host the Dark Tournament, and set about their preparations to debark the void ship. GM's masterful coordination of the effort to pack her increasingly numerous steamer trunks with her every prized belonging was marred only by Enzo's momentary inability to tell a trunk lid from a porthole. In a moment of frenzied activity, the majority of Chiom's most valuable possessions were gone, lost to the empty void between the planes of existence themselves. Thanks to Enzo's gift for deception, neither Chiom nor Braun have any idea that Chiom's treasures have been cast to the void. Enzo can only breathe an uneasy sigh of relief and ponder how long the deception can last. So you disembark the ship, Gangplank goes and just kind of merges with the dock, so it's a nice, steady, uh, even surface to walk on. And this place, you don't have to generate any mist, Chio, because there is a lovely scented mist everywhere already when you get to the dock and kind of floating at knee height everywhere. Uh, it has a sandalwood and roses kind of vibe to it. Uh, you'd have to be some kind of miserable rat bastard to hate this scent. Um, Braun, you can tolerate it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the light is coming from everywhere. There is no source of light, no torches or glowing crystals. It's just here. It's just a feature of the environment. Are there any shadows? There are not. <gasps> I don't like this. Um, it, in fact... There, there are a lot of places that there's cover, there's plants and uh, the occasional tree. The What I'm going to call the courtyard of this place, the entry, is hundreds of feet across. Uh, columns and little alcoves and niches, but it's all super well lit. Uh, and Her eyebrow twitches. That's <laughs> all you guys get. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there's... That feels deliberate to you. I feel personally affronted and attacked. You, you, you probably should, yes. The uh, Mind Flayer breathes a sigh of relief, says, I no longer require this for my protection. I am back home. Please excuse me. And removes his robes. Uh, he is wearing a very high level of combat wrappings, 
much like what some of you are wearing. Uh, there is a stole around his neck and a, a, a loincloth, but he is wrapped like a Muay Thai fighter. And <clears throat> now you can sense the levels of monk on him. And he takes a deep breath, which involves opening all four of his face tentacles wide, and the beak inside just retracts entirely, and his chest expands, and there's this noise like someone dumping a jar of Vaseline into a vacuum cleaner, and, uh, so much better. I know he said please at one point. How does one make a pea sound with a beak? He, he exhales, starts to breathe normally, all the tentacles back into place, and he, he favors you with a enlightened glance and says, it's not that difficult. Peter Popper picked a peck of pickled peppers, and he is using his tentacles for his labials and plosives. Astounding! It is also very wet. You <laughs> catch a... Uh, catch a, a good quarter cup of Mind Flayer saliva on you as he does this. Very skillfully done, sir. And I wipe my face off of my head. Why, thank you. <laughs> uh, in this area, you will find supplies, shops, uh, places where you can get specialized equipment uh, or goods to make your lives more pleasant during your stay. And uh, if you'll follow me, he leads you into a long hallway, three stories tall, stairs at the end of each hallway, and doors along the lines. These are rooms for you. Uh, you will find your name on a room. You folks are the last to arrive. You are on the third floor up. And nothing that uh, someone of your physical development shouldn't be able to handle fairly easily. Take time, get yourself settled. We will have a, an evening meal here in the courtyard between all the rooms. And the first tournament will be tonight, after dinner, for dessert, or perhaps coffee. He chuckles a little bit, which also requires the use of his tentacles, and is also very wet. <laughs> and, and he moves off in the direction of the tournament. Chia, I would require a strength roll and a stamina save to get 128 suitcases up uh, three flights of stairs. Did strength saving throw? Uh, yeah. That is cocked. That is a 14. And then you said a con save? Yes. That is 11. The first two flights of stairs, yeah, fine. As, as though there is no effort involved whatsoever. And you get to the base of the third one, and your legs refuse to carry you any further forward. I would like to set one down, one of my suitcases down, and just sit on it like a lady and just wait until my legs decide to work. Making it look like I am there by choice. Okay. Give me a persuasion check. 16. So as you're going up, Chio suddenly stops right at the base of the, of the third flight of steps uh, and sits as though this is exactly what propinquity requires at this point. There's no questioning it. This is where Chio stops for now, as though this place was labeled for it. Uh, so everyone else, who does not have 128 suitcases to get up three flights of stairs, um, 
manages to make it to the rooms. These are large suites, very comfortable. The the opposite of the austere uh, rooms that you had on board the ship. Large, comfortable beds. There is a bath chamber attached to the room. There's a fireplace, and the air is clean and sweet, and there is running water. It's kind of a paradise. A little place where if you get a long rest here, you will get one point of inspiration. And she will discover this like 20 minutes later when she uh, gets her second wind and manages to get her 128 suitcases, uh, which fit neatly into the room with plenty of space left over. Great. So you folks start to unpack, and Chio can give me a perception check. You have advantage on this, by the way. Oh, sweet. 15. You have every one of your possessions that you can define as heavy. Okay. And none of the rest of them. Guys, here, what you guys swear is a banshee. Scream. In the world. Can I make it rain in my room? With being water genasi? Uh, I'm not going to tell you not to. You're, okay, it is yeah. also now raining in my room. <laughs> People come to their doors to look out because this a terrifying banshee's whale just bursts out of one of the rooms and you see one door open and water coursing out onto the floor outside of it. Uh, little thunder in the distance. Uh, and none of your rooms have that feature. <laughs> and there, there are, the, the folks from your boat are slowly inching that direction because that seems like a thing you've got to... I'm going to march over there confidently just to lean in the door and go, how do you turn on the everywhere, shall we? <laughs> oh, I see. You've done it by accident and it is not what you want. Just bawling. Chio is destroyed. Gio is standing in the middle of her complete... You have never seen her makeup out of place, not for a moment. It's, it's, it's running. Yeah. <laughs> it streaks all the way down to her toes. Her hair is this... Okay, oh. let me describe her hair. Sure, there's, there's please, go right ahead. So, the, the carefully powdered hair that she had done with the black is now just streaked down all the way down her beautiful kimono. And stuff, and you see her hair is actually like this kind of almost like watery looking, um, blue, green, purple, sparkly shit and stuff. And it, it looks like a, like a, almost like a waterfall. Is that her special power to keep it looking yes. like actual hair? And it just looks like she has like a waterfall just like coming down her like face and shoulders. Theo, what has happened? It's all gone! Have you been robbed? I think so! And I point to the empty suitcases. Yeah, almost. Not not quite half of her suitcases are empty, but some of them are very definitely empty. My mother's tea set. The imported teas. My Can Enzo hear any of this? Uh, yeah, oh, yes. yeah. Oh, oh, you, you, people on the other side of the hallway can hear this. <laughs> she starts listing out all the things. He's rocking himself in the fetal position on his bed. <laughs> Fear not, Chio. We shall find the thieves who have absconded with your belongings, and then they shall face justice. Yes. But mostly justice. Right hooks are my specialty. Okay. 
I, I am I'm imagining Chio this this destroyed with all of her control gone and everything running in my face and I'm getting this this horrible cross between my little pony and the ring. Yeah, that's pretty much what it looks like. Oh my gosh. Yeah, pretty much. Like you watched the wrong videotape three days ago and now it's all over, eh. <laughs> yeah, her she was wearing a nice white kimono and stuff before. Now yeah. it's pretty, like black and gray and it's like all white. And now it's just a Rorschach test. Yeah. <laughs> She's gonna walk over to Enzo's room and knock on the door. <laughs> Do you answer right away? She will knock four times. Like before you before you even knock, like the door opens and he's there, like Oh my gods. <laughs> What's happened? Someone stole all my good stuff! The, the good stuff? My mother's season! It was your mother's? My bonsai! Sonny Bono! It's gone! Sonny Bono! <laughs> Not you too, Sonny Bono! <laughs> That's, yeah, that's actually Enzo in character. Not you, too, Sonny Bono. Uh, so, so yeah, Enzo's standing there, destroyed. Uh, He's going to reach for her hand and take it in his, if she'll allow it. Just, I swear to you, though the man who has done this, or the woman, or whoever it is, it could be anyone. It could be a, a tiefling, or it could be... A, a fire genasi, or it, it could be a human, it could be anyone. But all I'm saying is, whoever it is, I promise you, I will destroy them. Thank you. I'm a help. As will I. <laughs> let's uh, let's let's get to the bottom of this, Bron. So here's how this is going to work. I imagine Chio is just kind of following along at this point in time. You know, she has acquired a couple of people who have her best interests at heart, ostensibly. So Ron clearly, give, Ron can give me investigation, and Enzo can give me deception. Splendid. Oh ho. Eight. Fifteen. Okay. Now picture, if you will, this magical, pristine well-lit crystal cathedral in the middle of the dimensions populated by talented martial artists and there are humans and elves and uh, others who are working it making sure that everyone has what they need and walking through the middle of it with a rain cloud well yeah there, no there's a constant rain cloud <laughs> there's there is Randy Savage with a magnifying glass. <laughs> There's a tiefling pointing at absolutely everything around that is not him. And behind them... It could be you! It could be you! The My Little Pony version of the girl from Ring with a storm cloud over her head, constantly raining down just on her, following her everywhere she goes. The weather reflects truth. <laughs> I can't do my goose right now. I'm having too hard. The, yeah, the weather is poor. 
It is because Chiyom. Sad. Mourns. I can't haiku. Good. Wow! Chiyo <laughs> could show you some of her wonderful haikus to show you how, would, but they're gone! I would show you real poetry, but all my poetry is gone! It's just a stinky terrasse holding the poetry in its giant claws. Squinting out of one eye, like, oh! The little monocle, quite nice! Never. <laughs> I know my haikus are shit, it's okay. <laughs> I do not know how we've turned Mortal Kombat into a really bad Scooby-Doo episode. <laughs> <laughs> you said this, this was going to get weird. I don't think you anticipated it getting this weird. You, you know, I never do, and yet... This is not what I would have expected out of a monk campaign, but I'm very much enjoying it. You have discovered, and this is the amazing thing, is that Braun finds something. There is a black market here for things that aren't from here. Most of the food and the clothing and the weapons and fine items that they have are uh, are made magically here on site. They have a what they call a font of creation, which is what they use to feed everyone and make, it's where the water that runs comes from and uh, it is next to a font of destruction uh, where all the waste goes to. Uh, something about elemental magic but the sh there is a, a few shops where you can get specific items that were not made here. Uh, the ships occasionally bring stuff in and sometimes yes things are taken from people who were on those ships without their knowledge to supply this black market. Having discovered one of these shops by accident because Enzo was that desperate to not be pointed at that that deception check, one of the things he said was so reasonable it was correct. So you got this shop owner. You haven't been in yet, but you know they deal in goods Stolen from people who are traveling on the ships. Fantastic. Come, you shall interrogate that man. Okay, I want yes, my that one specifically. Doggy. <laughs> Your book looks now. My goodbye, doggy plushie. Yes. Doggy. We have a list. <laughs> we shall go down it until we have retrieved all your items. I would make a list, but my calligraphy said it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> Truly, truly terrible. Wh whoever did this. Absolutely dastardly. Their soul will rot in the nine hells. They must have been planning this since we got on the boat. It was, yes, it seems like an inside job, definitely. You know, this is what you get when you ride aboard a ship manned by orcs and goblins. Now, I'm not racist, I promise. But you know those goblins. I don't. And that's the problem. Now, the sad thing about this being a podcast is that uh, the, the the folks at home are never going to see the look on Nick's face as Enzo's soul dies inside <laughs> a, a little bit more with everything he says. <laughs> pretty pure gold. Uh, but I, I, I am making the note of that now. <laughs> that we can... We can't watch Enzo's soul dying in real time. <laughs> oh my gosh. So, door front. Indeed. Good 
time of day, sir. Uh, there is a drought behind the counter. The shelves are full of trinkets and tidbits, things that are easy to pick up and carry. Uh, rings, candle holders, uh, the occasional book, things that uh, don't look like they could be magically produced en masse all that easily. He looks up, smiles. How can I help you find people today? All right. <laughs> As he turns to talk to Ron, I would like to emerge slowly upward, like like a swamp monster arising from the swamp. The hair in front of my face, the makeup all like running down, looking absolutely terrifying. In front of his desk or over my shoulder? <laughs> I was just say in front of you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Where is my mother's china? <laughs> Give me an intimidation check. You have advantage. <laughs> it's not gonna be good. Though. Holy shit! It's great. Um, that's a natural nineteen. Twenty-one. <laughs> Enzo is going to use thaumaturgy and make his eyes flame up as well. We're double intimidating here. My he favorite trick. Looks at you. His eyes get huge. <laughs> He looks like he loses a couple of inches right there. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. Where is Sonny Bono? Sonny who? What the? I'm... Where is my bonsai tree? He, he, he looks at Braun with, with that save me look on his face. <laughs> like, I, I don't understand what's happening here. She is also looking for a stuffed dog. Where is my goodbye doggy? And I believe a tiny rake intended for sand. I don't... I... But tiny rake... What? Doggy? So... I'd like to get this all cleared up. Indeed. Why please, don't we all calm down for a moment please, talk about please, please, Could someone please help the, the lady take a few steps back? I'm just like leaning over his counter like, where is it? He, he is leaning back 45 degrees from the waist. <laughs> Hands on the counter, you know, it's, he's, he's still got that much control, but that's about it. Uh, I don't know about Braun, but I'm not doing anything to hold her back. I'm not getting close. Um, I, I I don't recognize any, any of the... I don't even know what, what most of the... Let it, me look in the back room! How dare you lie to this room. woman! Okay, can he? Re uh, no, he's got no chance. I just climb up over the counter, <laughs> golem style. hundred <laughs> percent golem style. In my fancy kimono, it doesn't really work real because it's still kind of like restrictive around the um, around the uh, legs. So I kind of like heft myself up. It's like really awkward for a moment, and then I like slide over. Because <laughs> you can snake walk real easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Slither my way over there. <laughs> When, once he realizes that there is no chance that either that the, the, the tiefling with the glowing eyes or the giant Goliath in the bright colors is going to help him, you know, he, he is all alone. He's got things for situations just like this. Except there is, there is no situation like this. None. Uh, you know, he, he could talk about the protection that he's got from the local law enforcement bribes that he pays, and absolutely none of that is going to keep his throat out of Chio's teeth, and he's well aware of that. So he just, okay, okay, let's let's all stay cool, puts his hands up, steps against the back wall, and, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to open the door to the back, 
I'm just gonna open the door to the back. I'm, I'm not doing anything. Just She's like still sobbing and stuff. Like there's still like just tears and like pink ring dies. <laughs> he he very openly pulls a hidden lever. All of you can find this lever with no problems now because he goes to pains to make sure you know. This is just a hidden lever. It's not a weapon. It's not a trap. I'm just opening the door to the back like the lady says. Please don't hurt me. <laughs> Pulls the lever. Part of the shelving behind him swings back. Hidden door. And there is a giant warehouse of stuff back there. I the will only touch that which belongs to me. Okay, you're... you're that, that, go right ahead. Right ahead. Go, go ahead. He, he steps back. He's not even going back there with you. He's you move past him, raining on his floor. Yes. Worry not, friend. I shall not allow her to pilfer anything that was not hers. Okay. Also, I have to ask. Uh, by any chance, did you find a small distillery kit? It probably smelled amazing. Uh, I got distillery kits. I don't. I don't know what they smell like. Anything. On our way out, I shall purchase one. Okay. I'll I'll get one of those all wrapped up for you. Thank you, good sir. I'll tap him on the shoulder. And so it's the last one in. And so he's going to poke a finger into this guy's chest, just a single finger, and just say, "I can't believe you, you and your kind, lying to this wonderful woman, this dedicated martial warrior, perfectionist. She takes such good care of all her belongings, and you, you callously, ignorantly rob her." Of these fine items, what kind of monster are you? <laughs> kind of monster gets an inside check with advantage at this point in time. <laughs> this poor drow. Um, not on his game. He he did not make that roll. Um, but but he's if the eyes are the windows to the soul. His soul is screaming. The hell did I do? Um, <laughs> uh, he just kind of um. Look, I, uh, I don't know. I don't need to hear your pathetic noises. Okay, so he, he shuts the hell up because he is... <laughs> going to just storm in and follow them. Okay. <laughs> also, Enzo is probably crying at this point. Yeah. <laughs> so sorry, Scott. Do not apologize for this. This is wonderful. <laughs> We're, we're, we're having a campaign where the giant martial arts tournament for the salvation of the universe is the second most fun thing. <laughs> that's, that's a rare and wonderful thing. I'm happy to be part of this. I agree. <laughs> yeah, don't apologize to me for giving me a good time. <laughs> this is obviously some kind of extra-dimensional space, which seems kind of common here because this is a giant warehouse with beautifully carved shelves that have lovely indexed items on them and you do find teacups you do not find your teacups you find calligraphy sets they are not your calligraphy sets you do not find any tiny torture trees um you do not find a goodbye doggy pillow none of your things are here but all of the things here are now thoroughly damp. Uh, like, everything <laughs> in this place got wet. Oh, she would have taken care of the calligraphy set, though. Okay. She would have been very careful about that. Well, you, I imagine you calm yourself down mm -hmm. as you approach things so that you can examine them, and when they're not yours, there's that sadness all over again. 
thunder strikes, and boom, wet. I mean, it's just... <laughs> For sure, yeah. Uh, unless you would like to give me a, a wisdom check to keep yourself in control at the moment. It can be a disadvantage, that's fine. A disadvantage is absolutely because this is going to take a long time and you're not going to get any happier as you go through. Twelve. You can occasionally hold it back, but then the disappointments hit and yeah. Braun is watching this just... She's not touching anyone's stuff that isn't hers. You are keeping your promise. Some of the stuff is going to take a while to dry out. You see some brewing sets, none of them are yours. Enzo, you are watching Chio descend into depression and madness. As with every hundred feet she travels, there is still not her stuff. He was kind of hoping beyond hope that he was right in his deception that they would come here and find everything and it would be all okay and as they go down aisle after aisle of things like he loses his monk's posture everything about him is just kind of twisting up and the, the, now the remarkable thing you're discovering is that uh, Chio's tears are somehow extra magical because she's not just leaving a puddle of water behind her but the makeup just continues to stream off her face <laughs> so, so you're following. You're you're walking in puddles that are Warshock, uh tests. Every one of them, and they all start to form more and more damning images in your mind. <laughs> As I'm just seeing teacups everywhere. <laughs> Little bonsai trees. Little bono. <laughs> um, and and then there's the last hallway. With the rarest stuff in it, and you know, there's a there's a gate over that, and it opens as you arrive because the drow does not want you to wreck the gate. <laughs> He's already going to have to dry off everything in here. So, and and Enzo, this an insight that you get for free. That's the last hallway. It's a hundred feet of shelves with items on them, and at the end of that is not Chio's stuff. But this is the last hundred feet of hope she's got. Just saying. So please, so, so Chio, uh, you may give me a investigation roll in this hallway to look for your things. Seven. It takes you a while. Your eyes are all clouded with actual clouds. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because the storm clouds are descended and are hovering around her head now. Uh, like they're resting on her shoulders. Um, like the weight of the world and the depression of all the honor that she's lost because of, and, uh, she's just moving slowly from shelf to shelf, not finding anything. Yeah, and so it's paralyzed here. <laughs> I get to the very end. You do? You get to the end. My stuff is not there. Your stuff is not there. I fall to my knees and just. Another banshee whale. <laughs> the, 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 the more clouds gather. There's lightning now. <laughs> you, it's you, a torrential downpour. <laughs> you hear some desperate and panicked prayers to Lolf from, uh, <laughs> <laughs> from from the front of the warehouse. Uh, as his entire stock kept in this temperature controlled uh, climate safe warehouse in, the, in one of the safest places you could ever imagine is suddenly in the middle of a thunderstorm. 
Uh, you know, it's like it's like going to a things remembered and setting off the fire sprinklers, uh, except worse because there's lightning. Um, <laughs> How much money do I have? I, I'm not sure. Did did you calculate starting cash for, uh, for the character? Uh, I I did not. That was my my bad. Sorry. I well, think I've got like 15 gold on me from my soldier background. Uh, I I can give you. Given that there was a war going on and you guys weren't able to make the kind of money that you normally would as monks, uh, I can give you each like thirty gold okay. from your backgrounds and, uh, and and what you were able to get from your school, so you can go on this journey. Uh, monks not really big on uh, wealth, and in most cases, material possessions, except well, you know, well maybe not now. No, just makes her even more. So Enzo, what would you like to do? Everybody's looking at me now. No, no, no one is looking at you. Everyone is looking at uh, destroyed Chio on the ground. Uh, okay, Bron. I am, I am patting Chio on the back. There, there. All hope is not lost. It means that whomever has taken your things has not yet pawned them. Oh. My. And we now know there is one place that they can do that, which means that they have a large amount of your belongings hidden somewhere in this strange extra-dimensional space. And they cannot bring it here, because we'll know. Oh, they cannot no. leave with it, because they will have to go in the same boat as us. There were three boats! We're only going to be on one! Yes, but from the sound of things, many of the people who come here for this tournament will not be getting back on those boats. That just means they can just take one all on their own with no witnesses! <laughs> So, Enzo, don't worry about having anything. You can see Braun giving her hope again. Great. Just great. <laughs> worry not. For even still, those boats are not taking any of these people, one of which had to have been someone on our boat, as they were the only ones who could have been thieving from you. That's true. Which means we have a list of suspects, all of whom we shall be facing in the ring. That's what we do, is we organize fights with all of the people who are on our boats and just individually uh, interrogate them over about. And uh, if we figure out that they're the one who stole your things, then all we have to do is fight until third blood. But what if none of them did it? What if they're all really good liars? Well, if we win the tournament, then we know that the person who stole your belongings is destroyed. Well, you gotta break a few eggs. People aren't eggs! We will not be killing any innocent people. For if anyone is removed from the tournament before we can interrogate them, that means there will be no one to stop us from searching their corners. I am certain if we explain your situation to those who are running this tournament, they will allow us to search those who we have not been able to question. That's smart. That's real smart. Do you know how long that's going to take, Braun? As long as we are here. I have few other plans aside from using my soon-to-be new brewing kit to create magnificent concoctions, but that is more of a waiting game. I will simply mix things together and then I will have plenty of time while, it, while my brews mature to assist you in your quest Thank for you. justice. The storm clouds kind of recede a little bit to those, the normal, like, sad rain cloud. Aww. And she'll start making her way back out towards the drow. Pardon me, sir. What is your name? Uh, they, they call me Slasher. Uh, 
Um, but I'm thinking of changing it to, to He Who Mops. Well then, Slasher, a.k.a. He Who Mops, should anyone arrive with her grandmother's tea set, a bonsai tree, a stuffed dog, or any other things on our list, I do hope that you will come let us know straight away. You know? Otherwise, no, forget that. You are the one performing a service for us. We will come to you. No, 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 that's okay. Any any other stuff shows up here, any other stuff shows up, I will come to you. You 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 do not ever have to come here again. I got you on this one. It's all good. I will take his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so sorry about this. I'm not like this. This isn't me. And I just hand him all of my gold, my entire 30 gold, because I feel so bad. I'm so sorry, that's all I have on me. Wow, you, you, you're having a really bad day, aren't you? Uh, I, I know the feeling. I'm sorry if I made your day bad. Oh, I made myself cry, go me. Extra <laughs> acting there. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Oh. It's how I can get the voice. I have to simulate it. Oh no, it's okay because now we get to see Nick's soul dying a little bit. Um. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Sorry, Nick. You, you know, Enzo just has a huge, like the biggest demonic smile on his face right now. <laughs> kind of locked there. <laughs> like, I still think we have my late husband's ring. At least I still have that! <laughs> it is important to find the silver linings when you have been robbed blind. Sl Slasher gets his hand back. It's not hard. You're yeah. slippery right now. Yes. <laughs> hang, hang on just a minute. Okay, uh, okay ma'am, just, just, just hang on. <laughs> Snaps his fingers, a closet opens behind the counter, and a flotilla of mops holding buckets just march past him into the back. <laughs> the Fantasia spell. Nice. <laughs> he goes to under his, his counter and he pulls out Blask and says, you know what? You've had a bad day. You gave me some money. The rule around here is nothing is free. So here, his hands the flask and he says, this isn't going to fix your problems, but it might help you feel a little better for a little while. You 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 have that in peace. If I see if I see any of your stuff, the moment I see any of your stuff, I not not someone who works for me, not one of the mops. I will come and let you know. Okay. Thank you so much. We appreciate, sir. You know to you someone having a bad day better. and to make sure you don't ever have to come back here. That's fine. <laughs> I can do that. Well, uh, since we are not planning on returning, how much are one of those booze kits? He, he looks at the money that Chio gave him, and, um, five gold. Dear. Generosity goes a long way, thank you. And he hands you a really heavy brewer's kit. Oh, excellent. I don't have a lot of variety. Most of the brewer's kits I get, go figure, they're Duragar. Worry not, friend. This is much better than my original plan, which was to... Brew moonshine in my bathtub. You, yeah, that's that'd be safer, probably. But you know, knock yourself out. I mean, literally, the regard brew really heavy things. So, excellent. I shall make excellent use of this, and I shall not forget you, friend. 
Uh, oh, no, that's okay. You can forget me all you want. That, that's fine. Uh, people forget me all the time, and that's probably better. Just, just you know. Trust me, I will not forget you. <laughs> Don't you Big smile. <laughs> gestures. <laughs> Our podcast listeners can't see the madness within Nick's eyes. Points at his eyes. Points at slashes. Points at his eyes. Points. Head slash, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> slash, you know, slash gets the fear of you folks back in him for a moment, and gets I'll, the fear of the devil in him. Oh, I'll, I'll keep my eyes out. Promise, I'll, I'll keep my eyes. About you, okay. And your kindness. And they will be poems about your demise should you fail her. Okay. <laughs> I'll keep those in the book with the rest, I guess. Well then, friends, we should return to our places of rest. <laughs> and relax. For we have done good. We have made progress. And I have brews to create. And now, a word from our sponsor. Oh dear. Crime from the tatami mat has been deeply ground into my fringe. Ugh. Fringe grime is the worst. That will reduce your manly flamboyance by at least 40%. No, not my manly flamboyance. Though I don't have any care for manly flamboyance, your distress is deeply troubling, friend Braun. If I lose my flamboyance, what's next? My flex? My swagger? My universe is collapsing around me. Truly, a tragedy for the ages. Don't worry, Braun. Your flamboyance... Flex and swagger can all be saved by the cleansing might of opera soap. Of course, opera soap. Ha <laughs> ha, my manly flamboyance is saved. Hey ha ha, thank you, opera soap. Yes, opera soap. Now, sourced from dolphin safe borax mines. Thank you for listening. If you like this and want more, you can find us at thelairaction.com. <laughs>